0: Once again to Rhymes Against Humanity with Adam Brodsky, I am Adam Brodsky, and it has been a minute since we have been in touch with y'all. Uh, we are gonna kick off season three, and we got some changes this year. I'm not gonna tell them to you, you're just gonna sort of figure them out away they go. They get, uh, we got a whole different, uh, here's the thing what happened was, uh, uh, we have been on, um, I guess sort of what you would call a hiatus, because the creative, uh, the, uh, the talent and the executive producer of Rhymes Against Humanity had a bit of, uh, creative differences, but we have worked our shit out, and we're coming back to you, um... With some changes, we're still going to have the long-form uh, uh, interviews with uh, with folk singers as well as other folks, uh, but that is not going to be an every week situation. There's other things going on. Anyway, I don't want to get into about the stuff. I just want to say hello and welcome back. We're going to start this one off uh, with a little bit uh, uh, different. There's not going to be an interview this week, but I got an interview for you next week, and I got a couple more in the can. Uh, next week, we're gonna. So I'll get I'll get to all that. But. um this week we're going to do some things. We, we got a, a, an episode of the Ot Files, and we uh, and we have some catching up to do. And I should like to tell you that uh, uh, if you are listening to this thing when it came out, which would be tomorrow or today for you, but tomorrow for me or yesterday if you listen to it at a different time, it is my actual uh, uh, actual birthday. Um, so uh, so I decided to, uh, to we're going to kick off the new season on my birthday, and we got a, a few things to do. So it also, it, uh, I believe. It is exactly a week uh, t- tomorrow, or today, or yesterday. You know, now was going to be, now was going to be, now was going to be. We live in that loop. Um, it is exactly a week before the Iowa caucuses, and I have always said and maintained that uh, um, that Donny haircut won't actually get any votes in Iowa, and it looks like I will be wrong because if you remember, I stick to my convictions, but I am also the guy that said iPod. That's kind of stupid. Who would use that? So. um but here's the thing. I wanted while we while we're talking about uh, a pre- what's all this I hear about presidential erections. Let me tell you about. I live in Pennsylvania, and I have as as someone who lives in Pennsylvania, the primary is in April or May or May or April, the various times that the primary is primaried, and. Um, I have in my life exactly zero times cast a meaningful primary vote because that's not the way America works. We live in a, we don't live in a democracy. We live in a republic, which means we don't actually choose uh, uh, our uh, 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 we don't actually vote for things. We let the people in uh, Iowa and New Hampshire uh, choose our candidates for us, which is really bullshit because those are two of the freak states. And I don't mean any offense. I know some very fine people in Iowa, and I know even finer people in New Hampshire. And I think you know who I'm talking about, uh, you Portsmouth folk. But um, but the thing is, that's not America. Like, like those are, those are freak states, man. I mean, like, uh, Pat Buchanan one New Hampshire, uh, uh, uh um, uh, Rick Santorum won Iowa before... It turns out he won it. Uh, uh, it was actually then bought for Ron Paul and all that. Yeah, But I'm not getting into all the corruption. And it's not even an election. It's a caucus. So here's what you're saying. You're saying to yourself, well, Adam, what are you bitching about here? Well, it's time for an episode of The Ought Files. And The Aught Files will someday have their own theme song. Right now, we're going with something like this. Well, that's the way things ought to be. That's the way things ought to
1: be. When everybody listens to me, that's the way things ought to be I'm not talking about what should, I'm not talking about what could I'm just talking about what would, because that's the
0: way things ought to be. And here's the deal. uh, In this episode of The Odd Files, I'm going to fix the primary system, and it's fucking brilliant. Listen to me, man. Okay, first thing you do is you take America, right? You take America, right? And you take America, and you look at it, and you draw a big old X on it. uh, And I'm not talking symbolically or nothing like that, but draw America into quadrants. Put them on, you know, northeast, uh, uh, southeast, northwest, southwest. Whatever you want to do, draw America into quadrants. And you have four zones, right? You see, four zones. And what we're going to have is we're going to have four Super Tuesdays. And these Super Tuesdays should probably occur not too far ahead of the conventions. And if the conventions are in August, then these Super Tuesdays should probably be in May or whatever. But you have four Super Tuesdays. And um, and then they rotate. So let's see, the very first Super Tuesday you have, the, the first time you have a presidential election, uh, the everybody in the Northeast quadrant votes. And then everybody, then two weeks later, everybody in the Southeast, then everybody in the Northwest, and everybody in the Southwest. And then you rotate that every four years. You go <laughs> clockwise. It's like volleyball. So the deal with this is it would mean that everybody at some point gets to cast a meaningful vote. Here's the thing. I uh, obviously the American political system is pretty fucked but when you think about it if you're trying to look for a silver lining I really like to see rich people fall on their fucking faces and in basically you look at the Republican clown car and the and and then even the Democrats so you're going to get like 18 17 You know, only one of them is going to get the gig. So you're looking at like 16, 17 rich people that are going to fall on their asses. And that doesn't even count the billionaires behind the money. So anyway, so I'm actually technically registered Republican because last time I was a uh, uh, last time Uh, I was registered independent for a bunch of years, but then last time the Republicans rolled out their clown car in 2012, I registered Republican because the theory being when the circus comes to town, you buy a ticket. So I registered Republican because I live in Pennsylvania and wasn't going to cast a meaningful vote anyway, but I wanted to vote for one of the clowns, and so I had a nice time, and I actually voted for uh, Sheldon Adelson's clown that was uh, uh, um – uh, 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 Newt Gingrich, who someone one, the, the, I call him the giant baby, but someone once described him as, he looked like someone poured mashed potatoes into a suit. And it was fun to watch him say things like, uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you know, Sheldon Adelson wrote him a big check, and he's like, I think uh, it's very important that uh, that that, that uh, Jerusalem becomes the capital of, of Israel. I was like, yeah, where does this this idea come from? All of a sudden, that, that's a very important part of his platform. So uh, so I voted for the giant baby, uh, even though there were some other great choices. So I'm technically registered Republican, so I don't know. Uh, I, I, I have the uh, the clown car option open to me again, but anyway, I'm I'm not finished yet. So you draw the country into quarters like that, right? You draw the country into quarters, and then and then uh then then everybody gets to vote on a Super Tuesday, and and every everybody at some point in your life, as long as you live longer than 16 years past your 18th birthday, um, which is harder and harder these days. Um, Gets to make a meaningful vote for president of the of the United States in the primary process, and that's what I would do. Now you're saying to yourself, "But what about New Hampshire and Iowa? They, they they're traditionally okay." Here's the key, right? Check this shit out. The ver- the two states we could have two states that go first, right? And these two states that go first, these two states would be the two states in the union that had the highest uh, percentage of uh. uh of, of, of voters, of eligible voters, not not registered voters, but eligible voter turnout. So if you want to vote first and be one of those freak states that, you know, everybody pretends, uh, uh, you know, people in Iowa and New Hampshire, everybody acts like they, they give a shit about their opinions. And then, you know, as soon as February comes around, nobody gives a fuck anymore. But um, – but if you want to be that state That everybody comes to your town and, and, and sucks your dick And everybody goes in 99 counties in Iowa And all that And pretends uh, uh, they shake your hand uh, For pancakes and stuff If you want to be that state uh, That gets all that attention And gets, you know Everybody cares about ethanol, right? So if whatever your Pennsylvania What would be the, if Pennsylvania was the state? What would be our scrapple? I don't know So like whatever fracking, right? So it's everybody would care about Your opinion about fracking And your issue would come to the fore And if you want to be that state Here's what you have to do You have to get your fuckers out to the polls Rather than like all these states are doing Suppressing voters and trying to uh, trying trying to keep people from 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 voting. If you get more people out, then you get to go first and you get to be an important state. So that's what I'm saying. This is the very first. That's how I would fix America. I got lots of other ideas, but nobody listens to me. But hell, fuck you. It's my podcast. So. That's the aught file. Um, now we're going to move on. The only th- the other thing we're going to do tonight is I'm actually going to sing you a song that I wrote last week, but it's kind of a cool, I think it's kind of cool the way I wrote this song, so I'm going to give you a little story, and if you care about that, great. If not, eh, go fuck yourself. Um, so this here is a song I wrote, and I wrote this song, actually I co-wrote this song with uh, Tom Hampton, who was a friend of the podcast. Tom Tom was a guest on the podcast in episode, I forget what number, but uh, Tom talked, and uh, uh, we, we, had a great, we had a great conversation, me and Tom Hampton. Uh, and then the other day, uh, maybe about a week ago, Tom puts this post on his Facebook uh, wall. There, Tom is on Facebook Fire, by the way. He's uh, uh, uh lately everything he posts is friggin' hilarious, and he totally uh, uh went went uh totally knocked it out of the park with this one. So I'm gonna read you his post that caused me to co-write a song with him. So he writes this. He says. Folks, I'm coming to you today with an important life lesson. Always make sure to enter your email address correctly when you sign up for websites that will inevitably email you constantly with updates and general bothersome crap that you never wanted in the first place. Because if you enter your email address incorrectly, those emails may end up going to someone else, like me, for instance. And when that person gets tired of getting your emails, they may just get fed up one night and click on that email, log into your profile on said spammy website, and post the following biography on your page. And then Tom writes this amazing story, Stay with us here. After I quit high school my sophomore year to go on the road selling t-shirts for I contract I contracted an odd strain of Asian venereal disease that required some embarrassing surgery. Because I was disabled, I lost my sweet rock and roll gig and ended up operating the Tilt-A-Whirl for a carnival for the for the next nine years or so. It was seasonal work, but it was all cool. I lived at home with my mom in the winters until they foreclosed on the house, so I got her a gig working one of the games on the Midway, and we got to work together until her, tuber- her tuberculosis took her a couple years later. One of the guys in the crew had gotten really close to mom, and they were going to get married if she lived long enough. So when mom died, he and I hung out a lot. We went in together on a trailer and a lot in Valdosta, Georgia. Winters are usually pretty easy to ride out there. After I got too old to work the Kearney circuit, I figured it was time to settle down. So now I manage the lumber department of the Home Depot in my new adopted hometown of Union, South Carolina. The Home Depot is close enough to my new trailer that it barely registers the distance on my ankle bracelet, whether I'm at home or work, so that's super convenient. And because it's a lumber department, there's almost no contact with minors, so it saved me a lot of headache when reporting to my parole officer, after that whole dust-up with the law just before I got out of the Kearney business. I swear to God, she looked like she could have been in her 20s, but you almost never see underage girls in the lumber department, so I feel pretty safe here. Anyway, life is good and beer is cheap here. Y'all come visit sometimes. So that's what Tom wrote. Which I thought was hilarious. And then as I thought about it, I thought, well, you know, Tom, what you got there is if you make some of that shit rhyme, you got yourself a Steve Earle song. And then I said, if you change all those cities to Texas, you got yourself a Towns Van Zant song. And I thought, and I just posted that and then walked away. But then I'm a folk singer, so I picked up the guitar, and um, 25 minutes later... I had myself this little song, which I thought, ah, no big deal. It's just a dumb song. But I've been singing this song, and I'm kind of digging it. So I just want to let you know about the process, because technically, this is Rhymes Against Humanity, which is the song, the the, the show where we talk about uh, talk to songwriters about songwriting. So this is how this particular song came along. So I'm gonna give it uh, give it a shot for you, and then I'm just gonna fade out. So we're gonna have this song, and that'll be the end of our episode. It's a little little uh, little mini cast now to get us back on the horse. But I'm gonna be coming in your ear holes, uh, uh, and I don't mean that in a gross way. But I'm gonna be doing that a lot more often uh, uh, now. We went on hiatus, but we're coming back and I got good plans for you. I hope you enjoy it. Also, like I said, uh, this one is dropping in the Now Was Gonna Be on uh, Tuesday, the 26th of January, which is Eddie Van Halen's birthday, Douglas MacArthur's birthday, and the uh, uh, some little anti from Philadelphia also has a birthday that day. So if you wanted to give me a birthday present, you could feel free to go right on over to iTunes uh, um, and give this podcast a great—give give, give Rhymes Against Humanity a, a, a review, a nice review, so people can find the podcast, and then you can be all about—like when everybody—when the podcast gets big— and everybody uh, listens to it, you'd be like, I like the old episodes before he sold out. Uh, So anyway, this here is a song that Tom Hampton and I wrote. uh, So uh, hang on a second and I'll sing it for you.
1: Back with high school after just one year They didn't have no class at night Ended up out on the road Selling t-shirts for Queen's Ray. That's where I met a girl named Lou Who liked to let the roadies take a turn After Memphis just a memory And a severe urination burn Clinic doctor in Mobile said, If we're lucky we can say one That you might wanna turn your head. This is gonna be an ugly cut. The band had a show to play. Rock and roll doesn't wait, you know. And I was stuck in a roll away. I seen my very last metal show. Soon as I could walk again Another circus come to town I met some other sparse toothed men Who told me that I ought to come on down Almost a decade passed me by Summer's running a tilt-a-whirl the, the southern winters didn't hurt so bad I still thought I'm a big hair girl My mama's basement really felt like home But I still dreamed about the road My rage to order posters on the wall Let me forget about the seas I sold my mom and I go walk to work And not worry about no DUI And as an extra carny perk She bumps some smokes from a guy named Guy When tuberculosis laid hello, I sang a Jimmy Rogers songs Now me and God got our ride on a trailer 38 foot long. Valdosta winners are the mild sword, so we can ride out the laid off months. We don't need to build no snowy fort. We've only had a shovel once. Carnies have an expiration date The Tilt-A-Whirl is a young man's show So I'm managing a lumber aisle South Carolina Home Depot The trailer that I got right now Cross across the street from a parking lot So whether I'm at home or work My ankle bracelet don't go off And one thing that you never see, or at least you never should, is any girls under 18 looking for half-inch thick plywood. Officer Hampton lets me phone it in Long as I call once a week This life ain't great, but I guess it's good The beer's the same, but at least it's cheap But sometimes in the afternoon I'm lugging lumber out from the back I think about that big head girl And our time behind the Marshall stack I wonder where she is tonight, and when she pees, if it still hurt. I give my last not to see her once, wearing nothing but a right shirt.